Welcome to the Sports Girly Podcast, your home for snackable sports for the girlies that kind of care. That's right. You heard it. We've got a jingle now. We are official. Um, Actually, it's pretty fun making it for you guys, so I hope you enjoy it. Um, But let's go ahead and get into it for the week. So a few things that happened over the weekend, like I talked about last week, this past weekend was the All-Star Weekend. So we had the Slam Dunk Contest, Skills Contest, and then the final game on Sunday. Really the shining star of that weekend was Matt McClellan, who ended up winning the Slam Dunk Contest. Single-handedly made the Slam Dunk Contest interesting. Ended up taking home the trophy for that. He's currently a D-League player, meaning he is right under the level of being in the NBA. He's bounced around to a few different teams. I wouldn't spend too much time trying to get to know this guy. Not to say that he's not skilled at what he does, but he is in the D-League for a reason. Um, He just has some time to kind of prove himself. So we may or may not see him in the NBA in the future years, but I could bet you we'll probably see him in the All-Star game next year. Another thing that happened was Tiger Woods ended up passing a tampon to Justin Thomas, and now he's having to apologize that he's perpetuating this narrative that women are not as good at sports as they are and while I believe we should all be better at taking a joke it just goes to show that women just have not gained the respect of the sports industry as we should have by now the XFL started this past weekend so if you've been missing football already go ahead and check that out it's a 10 week season there's a few noticeable differences in watching these games versus watching a NFL game. Number one is betting is part of the XFL. So when you're looking at the score on the screen, you'll see that the spread is being listed. You'll see the odds and which of the teams is going to win. The broadcasters that are announcing the games even speak to betting. So it's very interesting to hear that because national sports, those announcers really shy away from that stuff. I think they're even not allowed to talk about that because you wouldn't want that to skew anything or Make it seem as though, you know, the league might be more rigged than it already is, so they say. Travis Scott had a softball game over the past weekend. A few celebrity sightings there, like Adrian Peterson, Bun B, Terrell Owens, Jose Canseco. Unfortunately, no Kardashians were seen. Which brings me to some sad sports news. A player for the University of Alabama was released from his basketball team this week after shooting a female um, who ended up passing away which is so sad after we've just come off of the shooting at Michigan State. It's just sad that our colleges and our sports aren't even safe from sad things like this. All right, on to more positive things. Baseball is starting up, so let's get into it. Then that brings me to our topic of the week. The players for spring training start showing up this week to Florida and Arizona. The Cactus League is in Arizona and the Grapefruit League is in Florida. So half the teams end up going to the West Coast, half the teams end up going to Florida, and they are all in preparation for the next season. All right, so let's get into it. Our rules of the week are actually also new rules for the MLB. Okay, so this spring training and the beginning of baseball season, the biggest talk is going to be about the new rules. I want to go over a couple of them with you, but... If you don't even know anything about baseball, you probably need to know what a few of the regular rules are first. So before we get into some of the new rules, a few uh, baseball's OG rules. You've got home runs. You've got runs, strikes, balls, fouls. Those are really the only things you need to know. Home runs, 
That's when the batter's going to hit the ball. He's going to run through all the bases. Any players that are already on the base will also get to run home. So truly easiest way to look at that is if you got more than one person on base, there's a home run. All of those heads count as an extra point. Then you've got strikes. All right, so a strike is when you either swing and you miss hitting or you hit a foul ball and have less than two strikes. You get a total of three strikes, three strikes you're out. It says that it was within the strike zone. So on TV, you see this little box that they have to hit the ball in, but on when you're at a game, it's really hard to tell. I even struggle with that, honestly. Then you've got balls. A pitch does not either, does not enter the strike zone and is not struck by the batter. So... In that case, it doesn't land in that little white box. It's no, it's not considered a strike. It's considered a ball, and that's on the pitcher. That's goes towards his pitch count. It go, it has nothing to do with the batter at all, as far as like their strikes, if that makes sense. Then you have a foul ball. So if you hit the ball and it flies or lands outside the white lines on the field, then that is a foul ball. Now, funny thing, you'll see these two yellow poles in the outfield. Those two poles are actually called foul poles, but if a ball hits them, it's fair game. So it's a little contradictory that they're foul poles when you can actually have a fair ball if you hit them, and it does actually happen fairly often. Uh, Fun fact is in Boston, um, the yellow pole on the right field is Pesky's pole. So Pesky's pole is just the name of it. It was a baseball player back in the day, and just where the foul pole is located in Fenway Park it just is just unique and fun and when you go there people like sign the pole I did it when I went a few years ago it's just something fun and unique and Boston's just full of baseball history so of course they have they've named their foul pole all right sports girlies on to our new rules of baseball if you know these you will be more knowledgeable than your girlfriends. You'll be more knowledgeable than the other guys you're hanging out with at the bar because they are so new. So I'm here to help you out. We're going to go over two of the rules that are being changed in the MLB this season. And honestly, baseball is going to be a little bit of a dumpster fire in the beginning. It's going to take some time for these players to get used to it, for you know managers to get used to it, umpires to get used to it, you name it, everyone's got to get used to it. But the end goal is to make baseball faster and more exciting and ultimately keep fans there for longer. Baseball used to be this pastime where you had nothing else to do on a Saturday, so you could spend you know four and a half, five hours watching a baseball game, but now our lives are just so much faster paced and we're committing to so many more things people can't commit to spending four and a half hours at a baseball game so these rule changes should make it to where you're going to be more likely spending about two and a half hours at a game which is more reasonable and more in lines with other sports like basketball and football etc so rule number one that is actually turning out to be one of the hardest rules for or changes for players is the bigger bases The bases used to be, you know, yay size, and now they're almost like, I don't know the exact dimensions, but let's just say about like two inches in width, you know, in either direction. So it's a much larger base. And when you're watching baseball, they don't have, until recently, they don't have replays. And with that, you end up wondering like when a person is running to base and the catcher that is on the like the first baseman or, you know, second base, third base, whatever player on the opposing team is staying there to catch the ball to get that runner out. 
there's always this chance where like they're going to catch the ball and the foot's you know the other players like foot is barely on the on the base and then we're going to sit here for the next like 15 minutes and try to figure out was it a fair ball are they are they struck out like is are they on base like that sort of thing this should in my opinion should make that a little bit easier but it'll be interesting when they start stealing bases is that going to make that easier is that going to be harder I think it's great when they steal bases it again keeps the game exciting it makes it fun and a little more fast paced which is what baseball really needs right now is to be kind of shook up you know then rule number two is the pitch clock so pitchers have 15 have a 15 second pitch clock and person that is going to be at bat has eight the last eight seconds they have to be back on base so I'm sure you've seen baseball players they will like they have these little like routines like they'll touch their hat and like they might tap their you know bat on their shoe and they've got these little like idiosyncrasies that like superstitious things that like routines they do before they go up to bat they have eight seconds to do that um and then pitchers do the same thing you know maybe they like grab the bag and they put a little more like resin on their you know on the you know their hands whatever it may be you have 15 seconds to get get the job done um so that i think is going to make the game go faster that is the goal all right so that's really our baseball recap for this week as far as what you need to know but to be prepared for spring training if you're going to any spring training games or the new season that starts the end of march back in your hometowns all right okay baseball is not your thing i understand i'm hoping with these rule changes it should make baseball more exciting and snackable for sports girlies things to look forward to in sports that are not baseball this weekend we're looking at thursday tonight you're gonna have the Warriors versus the Lakers. This is a no-brainer. It's going to be a star-studded sidelines. You're going to have a high-scoring game. The Warriors will be without Curry, but both teams are on the bubble for the playoffs. What I mean by that is whenever you hear them say on the bubble, it means that they're fighting for a playoff spot or on the, they're on the cusp of like doing something that they need to get done. Other good thing is this basketball game will be a TNT broadcast. So you've got Shaq and Kenny and... Charles Barkley and Eddie all talking about their opinions of the game pre, post, and halftime. Then on Friday, we've got Miami versus the Bucks. The Miami Heat just signed Kevin Love from the Cavs, who's an advocate for mental health, has a cute little lab, and him and his wife just got married this past June. Giannis is coming off of his all-star game win on Sunday, but really the game on Friday that you probably want to watch it's going to be a primetime game will be the Suns versus the Thunder at home with Kevin Durant playing his first game as a Phoenix Sun player. Now, Kevin Durant, when he was drafted, was drafted by the Seattle Supersonics that were then turned into the Oklahoma Thunder and really kind of put that team on the map by having Kevin Durant there. Well, Kevin Durant's obviously moved to a few teams. He's played for the Warriors. He, you know, like I said, he played for Oklahoma. He's just left the Nets and is now playing with Phoenix. So it's kind of come full circle. And now Kevin Durant is playing for his new team against the Oklahoma Thunder. That should be a pretty good game to watch. All right, Saturday, we've got Memphis Grizzlies at Denver. John Morant, who is the star player for Memphis, and Jokovic plays for Denver. Jokovic has actually been considered as the one of the best big guy passers in the NBA of all time, right up there with Kareem and Bill Russell. Now, another player from Memphis you want to keep a lookout for is this big, 
long-haired European guy, Stephen Adams. He just looks like a little teddy bear, like, but he's a big dude and he's really like their big player. He's not great like agility-wise because he is a big guy, but this will be a great game to watch. Um, then you also have the Celtics, who are the number one team in the East against the number three team, 76ers. Now, Joel Embiid, who I talked about a little bit last week, plays for the 76ers and historically really struggles with injuries, but currently the 76ers are at their healthiest that they have been in a while. So they're really looking to kind of keep that momentum going into the playoffs. Then Sunday, another Lakers game. You've got the Lakers playing the Dallas Mavericks. So, Kyrie Irving just signed with the Dallas Mavericks. However, Dallas did not give Kyrie an extended contract. So, in June, Kyrie's going to be looking for a new team. Before he came to Dallas, he wanted to go to the Lakers. LeBron wanted him to come to the Lakers. So, this would be a good game to watch and kind of see them playing together. But as I mentioned before, Kyrie does not play basketball. He tends to be hurt or have an excuse for not playing in a particular game. So, with LeBron being at the age that he's at, he doesn't even play all the games currently right now. And then you want to add in Kyrie Irving, who also doesn't play any games. I don't see this helping the Lakers actually get any championships. It's been several years since that's actually happened. So, that's really what they're looking for. Oh, what are you looking for? And I don't see Kyrie being the person to solve that problem for them. But only time will tell. You can add that to the list of things that sports world will be talking about all summer is where's Kyrie Irving gonna go who's Derek Carr gonna play for next year and Tom Brady retired so we don't have to ponder about that all summer well sports girlies I think that really wraps it up for the week sports will be a little slow until NBA playoffs starts in April and then football draft in the summer. Baseball obviously will be taking off in the summer as well. Okay, this weekend I'm doing something new and different for me. So I'm going to leave you guys with a little riddle I came up with. And you can try to figure out what I'll be doing this weekend. Whitney Dillon, Milk, and Will Ferrell. What do all three of them have in common? Put it in the comments if you know the answer. And I will share with you guys a little bit about that next week. And like always, you can find me at Sports Girly Podcast on Instagram. I join the talks. So I'll be at Sports Girly Podcast on the TikToks. As always, thanks for listening. I hope you're enjoying it. Share the podcast with your friends. The more people that we can share in our community, the better and the more in tune us girlies will be into sports. And then ultimately, sports will have no choice but to give us the respect that we deserve. Well, I'll see you guys next week. Bye.